This is Colorado Springs with Kevin James Bond. I'm a real estate agent who talks about Colorado Springs, real estate, city news, and my favorite spots. Come along. Hey, and welcome to my channel about Colorado Springs. This is all about living in Colorado Springs, moving to Colorado Springs. I have a lot of people that ask what is going on with the real estate market here in Colorado Springs. That's what we're going to talk about. Let's go. So what's going on with the Colorado Springs real estate market is that there is not a lot of inventory and what is on the market is essentially flying off the shelves with homes going uh, getting going under contract between 7 and 30 days. It's 30 days on average, 7 days on the median. Uh, some homes are going off market like the day of and there are still many properties that are going, uh, they're getting multiple offers and going above what they're asking for. Now, in that situation, uh, homes that are, if you price your home appropriately, let's say you've got a range of what you think it'll sell for. And if you just got the mid range, right, if you go below that, you're pricing under, right? You're pricing to sell. That's typically what gets you the multiple offers. If you price above and then people go, well, I mean, do I want to pay X amount of dollars for that? Or I can just go over here across the street and get something for 20K less that's actually in better shape or for the same shape. So you have to be aware of those comparisons. Cause so if, if you list at the high end, you run that risk of being on market longer. There's certainly properties still that I'm seeing that uh, have just sat on market. They were just way overpriced. So we're seeing a lot of both right now. Last summer, around July of 2022, is when uh, buyers started getting uh, a little freaked out <laughs> over the rising interest rates. And as we got into that new idea of <clears throat> 6 and 7%, and people just weren't having that. And they said, well, I'm going to wait until uh, interest rates go back down. Maybe they'll go down to the fours next year. And so a lot of buyers kind of left the market or put things on hold. And so now fast forward to you know, a year later, and those interest rates have not changed. We're still running, you know, six and a half, six and three quarter. And we've got a Fed rate pause or uh, what did they say? Skip, you know, regardless, we're, we're still expecting the fed to come back and raise, uh, the basis points and for rates to continue to go up in the near future. But in the meantime, buyers are understanding that these are the new interest rates. They're not going back down. And so a lot of more people came back into the market over the course of 2023, uh, to start looking for homes to buy and start resuming that search. We're going to look at things like days on market, uh, average showings per week, the inventory levels, the supply and demand. And then we'll look at, you know, is now a good time to buy? Now, keep in mind that this is information specifically for the Colorado Springs real estate market. Nationally, you might hear, you know, overall, we're doing this great, but that doesn't really apply in a hyper local market or in a city specific market. So in Colorado Springs, this is the information that I'm giving you so that you can see exactly what our market in particular is doing, pros and cons, and determine what you want to do with that information and if it's a good time to buy or sell for you.
Now, given that I've kind of hinted that now is actually maybe a good time to buy, strangely, weirdly, um, it's not all sunshine and rainbows because there's low inventory, right? We're at some of the lowest inventory, housing inventory that we've had for our market. And we're also up against some of the highest home prices that we have had historically. Like June, July of last year, that was when we had our tippy top of house prices, like ever. And now we're in June of 2023 and we're almost back to those same levels again we're almost as high in home prices as we were last year and i'm expecting next month we're gonna continue going up and then wintertime we'll have a little bit of a seasonal dip as we usually do and then we'll come back up for the summer but long term is there going to be some big event that is going to affect uh, housing prices, or is it overall just going to be too unaffordable for people to purchase property here? And my answer to that is, I don't think it can become, I, I don't think this, this is going to necessarily drive the home prices back down just to look at it and say, wow, how can anybody afford this? And yet it's still more expensive in Denver. And yet it's still more expensive in Los Angeles. It's still more expensive in many other cities. Our city of Colorado Springs is a highly desirable place to live, and it's in top 10, top, you know, it's number nine on, you know, U.S. World News and Report. And so nothing has changed about the desirability of the city. And so that in and of itself is drives and continues to drive increasing home prices. And so home prices aren't going to go down. They're going to keep going up. And this is why I say now is actually a good time to buy if you're looking to stay here or have this property long term because I only see it continuing to increase in value. And the interest rates aren't going to drop that I can see. Uh, they're going to slowly rise, which is going to make it increasingly harder to afford housing. So if you don't get in on it now, you may not have the ability to do it in the future. Yeah, you may, you know, I could be wrong, but this is what I'm seeing. One of the really important factors in selling a property quickly, when a property does sell quickly, one of the big things that's usually involved is staging. What's definitely involved is the presentation of that property, and staging is usually a big driver behind that. So, um, but that also includes professional cleaning um, and just using the furniture that you have that's already there to enhance that aesthetic appeal. Uh, sometimes that may include bringing in uh, some third-party furniture and renting it out for a little bit. Usually you can use the furniture that's already in there. What I generally don't like is an empty house. It's more difficult to for a buyer to see themselves in there and to see their furniture in there if there's not already blocking to have in there. And in that case, virtual staging could be a thing that you want to do if you don't want to do the actual furniture staging. Not all sellers or real estate agents are going to prioritize this. So uh, some people are going to prefer to just lower the price uh, to make that more enticing because it's all about increasing the appeal and the first presentation. So if you're not going to make the house look more inviting and appealing, which really does, 
uh, have a major impact on people when they see prop pictures of property and then when they're there in person too, which is why in-person staging is, I think, superior. But regardless of the, your property state, uh, you want to have the presentation be mwah, because otherwise, you know, the other thing that you can do, like I said, is lower the price and, and that make, make that the enticement, make that be the appeal. Why is somebody going to choose your property over somebody else's? You have to have some appeal there. Even with low inventory, there are not as many buyers and they are, you know, choosy about what they want. Now, yes, it's seller's market, so you can probably not do everything that optimally in order to appeal to the most buyers but staging cleaning excellent photography these are fairly simple things that will definitely boost your property's appeal and ultimate final sale value and that goes into the next thing which is listing your property at the appropriate price and this is going to require a careful analysis of comparable homes in the area in your neighborhood and that takes into account their condition whether they are well kept or run down whether they need updating an overpriced home can deter potential buyers and underpricing may attract more foot traffic and that could create a potential bidding war for the month of may 31.1 percent of homes in colorado springs had a price reduction now that's not necessarily saying that all those homes were overpriced maybe some sellers just wanted to really push for you know a quick sale and try to maximize their exposure but thought that was interesting there are 1212 properties for sale in colorado springs right now and 517 of those are under 500k and that's 42.6 percent of all properties for sale are under 500k and then there's 703 that are over 500k and that's 58 percent of all active properties so right now, for the month of June, uh, we have had a total of 2,833 active listings, and that turns out to be 3.3 months worth of inventory. That's almost a balanced market between buyers and sellers. We would need 4, 000, a total of 4,293, basically 4,300 new active listings on the market on top of what we've got in order to have a truly balanced market where there is enough inventory for everybody to be able to make a decision and neither the buyer nor the seller is in a position of power within the market and despite you know the six to seven percent interest rate range this remains a seller's market and those buyers who can still afford the monthly payments are going to be able to, you know, pick what they want within the limited inventory that's available. Uh, the trade-off to a higher interest rate than previously is that there are few buyers on the market to be in competition with. I heard stories about buyers who bought properties with multiple offers on them, and they bought this property and they won, but they bought a property that they didn't necessarily love and that didn't really have what they wanted. They just had some things or they just wanted any property and they just settled 
And it's awful. You know, the clients that I worked with that did not do that, you know, they were in a position to, I guess, be able to wait, you know, a little bit, or we just happened to find a house that they did like. And regardless, you know, of any of the properties that they liked or didn't like, they were all getting offers. So you might as well write an offer on a property that you do like. So I didn't experience that. But, you know, if you did, or if you know somebody, comment below. Now, you know, previously I said homes are, uh, days on market is average 30 days and on median seven days. Well, so far for the month of June, so far, uh, what that looks like is actually 27 days on the average and eight days on the median. It's not really a big difference, but I just wanted you to know. And then on the buy side, if interest rates actually do come down in the future, you do have the option to refinance. So, that's great, right? And then if interest rates go up, you've got the lower interest rate. Properties are getting, on average, 5.9 showings per week. So it's not a crazy amount. It's not a low amount, for sure. So if you're on the buying end, uh, it's really a good idea for you to be as financially prepared upfront as possible, meaning get a pre-approved with your lender and have that pre-approval letter in hand that says, hey, I've already submitted my financial docs to my lender and they've verified it through underwriting. That's a big part of the process. And so if you're submitting an offer, being pre-approved is a big, big plus. The other thing with interest rates dropping, if they did drop in the future, is that that's just going to increase the number of buyers looking to buy property. So if you're looking to buy property now, uh, it's going to get worse if the interest rates drop. And if the interest rates drop, again, you can refinance. If you want some more personalized advice on the real estate market in specific areas or neighborhoods, I would recommend reaching out to a real estate agent like me to help you with that. And so what I can do is provide you with a hyper-focused look on zip codes, neighborhoods, or areas in which I can help you navigate the housing market. So I'm Kevin James Bond with Remax Real Estate Group. Reach out to me with any questions and uh, ha happy to help you with your buying and selling needs here in the Colorado Springs area. Thank you so much for watching and I will see you in the next one. Thank you so much for listening. This has been Kevin James Bond with Remax Real Estate Group. If you liked this podcast, please give it a like and a subscribe. Have a sunshine day.